Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I've been warning you about the Democrats' plans for post-election day chaos in the event President Trump wins, right? Right, been talking about it for a week, getting tons of email, tons of traffic on it. Tucker Carlson covered it last night on his show. I've got that video. And one of the people who've been covering it as well and been writing about it. And the question, who's paying for all of this? Follow the money. <laughs> the name of my next book, too. But follow the money. Who's paying for all this? Who's financing all this organizing? Who's financing the simple things like transporting all these people they plan on transporting to your cities to cause chaos after the election? I've got that. I've also got a developing scenario which you need to be aware of. And it's this. What happens if on election day, it's a tie? An electoral college tie. You need 270 electoral college uh, electors to win. What if it's 269 to 269? You say, oh, that can't happen. Really? Because it's looking like it's quite possible right now. I got that and a lot more. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, I know you know we have a loaded show today because you've been cutting video all morning yeah. along with Paula. How are you today? No, I'm pretty good. You did keep me busy, though. Yeah, you kept me real busy. I know. Very sorry. Very <laughs> sorry. Loaded show today, folks. You are not going to be disappointed. That's, Tons yeah. of video on a, a multitude of topics which are going to bake your bagels. One more quick thing. I'm really tired of YouTube. Uh, YouTube crushed our show yesterday again um, because they hate conservatives. They hate us. I have uh, a plan I will be announcing soon, which I think you're going to be really excited about. You're not going to want to miss. You don't think I was going to take this lying down, right? Just like I didn't take our attacks uh, from Twitter on our account lying down. Mm. We uh, joined Parler. Um, so I got a plan coming up. Stay tuned for plan B, which uh, is going to involve a lot of you and hopefully your support. All right. Too. All right. Today's show brought to you by a friend. Yeah. <laughs> big surprises ahead, including a big surprise on Friday as well, too. That's a different surprise. Many surprises coming up. Today's show brought to you. Joe knows that one. But our, by yeah. our friends by uh, on LifeLock, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI cyber division's warning. Students and families will be increasingly vulnerable to cyber attacks because of the current online learning use of teleconference apps. Since the start of the pandemic, there's been a 300% increase in cybercrime activity. Hackers are becoming more sophisticated in taking advantage of teleconference accounts. Bad news. They're pawning information like emails and passwords. I had my identity stolen. It was awful. That's why I have LifeLock, not only for me to protect my identity, but for my wife and my two children as well. If I could get it for Lucy the dog, I would do that too. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet and cyber criminals are, key, are finding new ways to steal identities. You can miss certain identity threats by monitoring by just monitoring your credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. I have LifeLock. We love it. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information, they'll send you an alert. I get them on my phone. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can find out if your information is on the dark web. How? Get your free dark web scan today at lifelock.com slash scan. Lifelock.com slash scan. Pick the plan that's right for you. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code Bongino. That's a free scan. Go to lifelock.com slash scan and 25% off using the promo code Bongino. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. Let's not waste any more time. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting there last night. I always watch Tucker's opening monologue. 
in my living room getting ready to go on Hannity and I hear this about the Democrats coming coup we've been warning you about now for two weeks. Check this out. For our viewers who are not familiar with the color revolutions in Eastern Europe, state as clearly as you can what you think is going on right now in this election. What's the end game for Democrats? Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, many have described the actions taken against Trump as a coup. And this is certainly correct, but it's a little bit general and vague. What's unfolding before our eyes is a very specific type of coup called the color revolution. It's a regime change model favored by many in our national security apparatus, particularly against Eastern European countries to overthrow target regimes that they don't like. One model, which is not the color revolution model, is purely sending a bunch of troops into a country and removing by military force a leader you don't like. That's like the Iraq model. Right. The color revolution model is a little bit more delicate and subtle, it has several characteristics, but the chief characteristics of it is a combination of an engineered contested elections scenario combined with massive mobilized protests, which they call as a term of art, peaceful protests and acts of civil disobedience. In other words, don't concede the election, Joe Biden, even if you lose and then get your supporters, supporters, BLM, Antifa, that crowd to hit the streets hard. Your streets hard. We've only been warning you about this for two weeks now. Now, I know the leftist lunatics that watch this show will say, it's a conspiracy theory, despite the fact that they're talking about it again openly. You know what? I take that back. The leftist lunatics who watch my show have been, Joe, did you notice this? You follow this up. They've been mm-hmm. noticeably silent about these segments the last two weeks. Uh, so let me let me retract yeah, that part. So you know weird. why, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, weird because they know on this show we cite the left's own documents from the Transition Integrity Project, Defeat Disinfo, and other leftist groups who will talk about where the funding for them is coming from today. And they don't want you to go look it up and say, oh, my gosh, Dan Bongino's right. Leftists are openly talking about effectively a coup after the election of Trump wins. That's why they've been real quiet. Remember, the what do we keep talking about? Michael Anton's piece, right? The coming coup. What are the two rules of the conspiracy to create a coup after the election? Rule number one, don't Don't talk talk about about the conspiracy. Rule number two, if you have someone has to talk about it, blame it on your opponent and say they're doing it. We'll get to more of that today. Right. Don't worry. I'm not going to relitigate all these prior shows. You have to watch them. Last week's show, anything that has, uh, we've been covering this for two weeks. So the question today we're going to address about the coming coup, which Darren Beatty on Tucker Carlson show just terrifically summed up. It's not going to be a violent military takeover in the streets. That's not the kind of coup we're talking about. We're talking about a tactic we use overseas. We, the United States against foreign governments. Yes. That they're going to use here. To foment confusion about who won the election through disinformation campaigns, number one. And number two, have your organizers hit the streets and intimidate the hell out of people and scare everyone into accepting a conclusion that's not accurate. And that conclusion will be Trump won. They're not going to accept that if it happens. So who's funding this? Great article today. Always got to cite our sources, right? Julie Kelly will be in the show notes Please read this. American greatness, Julie Kelly. Access our show notes by going to Bongino.com slash newsletter and just subscribe to the show notes right there. The show notes, the newsletter, it's the same thing. 
Here, this article is a must read. American greatness, Julie Kelly, the billionaire backers of the quote, insurrection. The mostly behind the scenes attempt between election day and inauguration day to prevent Donald Trump from taking office for the first time will go public in 2020. Who's paying for this effort? to foment confusion about who won the election, number one. And secondly, for all these organizers to hit the streets and cause violence and chaos to confuse you and scare you. Who's paying for all this? Because it costs money. Well, that's interesting. And in this piece, she has quite a few suspects. Let's go into one of them I've addressed before. Uh, let's go to screenshot number one. In the interest of time, let's hit this one because I've already mentioned this. A woman named Rosa Brooks is behind the Transition Integrity Project a project of left-wing lunatics and never-Trumpers committed to causing a street fight after the election if Trump wins. So they say, Julie says, quote, one of the co-founders of the Transition Integrity Project, the, the Chaos Brigade, really, is Rosa Brooks. She's a Georgetown law professor and Obama administration alumna. Wow, weird. Uh, who's a former counsel and board member for the Open Society Foundation created in 1993 by George Soros? If a conspiracy theory, I'm sure that's what the left is going to say, despite the fact that this is irrefutable evidence. Um, the foundation is a massive donor, Soros' foundation, to hundreds of left-wing causes around the world. And in July, the Open Society's foundation announced a five-year, $150 million investment in, quote, racial justice groups, including Black Lives Matter. Wow, strange. Black Lives Matter is supposed to be about Black Lives Mattering. Right? That's the name of the group, Black Lives Matter, Matter Black Lives, Black Lives Should Matter. What are they doing partnering up and taking money from some of the same groups, same groups talking about fomenting an insurgency during an election? What does that have uh, during a post-election transition period? What does that have to do with Black Lives? The answer is nothing. Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with Black Lives. It never did. It's a Marxist group. Just listen to the founder's own words. I've only played that cut of Patrice, uh, Patricia Cullors 20 times on the show. One of the founders of Black Lives Matter saying she's a Marxist organizer. Her words, not mine. And that's why the liberal media is not covering my show and ignoring all this. So George Soros' group is funding a transition project designed to cause chaos in the transition and send people into the streets if Trump wins. Some of the same people funding Black Lives Matter. I thought this had to do with Black Lives. What is that? <laughs> yes, I write in my, again, my next book, Follow the Money, where I cover George Soros. You'll see George Soros rarely has anything to do with what he says he has. They, they call all his projects like, we love democracy and Black Lives Matter. The names of these groups have nothing to do with what they're actually yeah. doing. The Open Societies Foundation, Soros Group, has nothing to do with open societies. It has everything to do with chaos societies. So now we know Rosa Brooks is involved in this, a Soros-Obama affiliate, let's say. Well, what are they planning on again, these groups? Let's go to screenshot number two from Julie Kelly's wonderful piece. Spread this thing around a lot. Try to get this up at BonginoReport.com too. Well, in a recent Washington Post op-ed, Rosa Brooks put the country on notice. Unless Joe Biden wins in a landslide, we will be sorry. She said, quote, with the exception of the big Biden win scenario, each of their exercises reached the brink of catastrophe with massive disinformation campaigns, violence in the streets, her words, not mine, and a constitutional impasse, she warned. 
She warned, is that a wink and a nod, Joe? Quote, that reaction will occur according to the simulation, even if Trump wins the Electoral College, but loses the popular vote. Do you see where we're going here? Isn't this weird? Yeah. Too weird, dude. That, Joe, you, there has since um you and I recorded yesterday's show, just checking, yeah. I need you to be a legitimate fact checker on the show. Has there been a constitutional amendment throwing out the Electoral College? Just checking. No, no. Since yesterday's since show. Since yesterday, no. Not, there had uh-uh, not thank yet. you no. thank you since yes man not since yesterday right we haven't heard yet yeah. there may be some effort behind the scenes yet. we have not heard since yesterday right. of the constitution being modified that this is now the president is elected via popular vote we haven't heard that right. so just to be clear rosa parks's group is warning about quote street violence their words not not my words again this is why the left won't cover my show because they don't want you to go look this up in her own op-ed they're warning about street violence and they're indicating even if Trump wins legitimately the Electoral College, that's Joe, just how I checked, that's how you become president, right? The Electoral College. Yeah, you need, Again, there you hasn't need to go been an amendment. That that, yeah. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. Just double, we're good. Okay, yeah. Joe, just tell me, double checking on that. You got to get a twofer right yeah, there. Yeah, dude. So just checking, they're calling for violence in the streets even if Trump wins legitimately. The group run by the lady who's getting paid by Soros' foundation that's also involved with all kinds of groups like Black Lives Matter and elsewhere. Yeah, tell me again how we shouldn't worry about any of this. They're, they're calling for violence in the streets and everyone just wants you to whistle past the graveyard. There's the guy I used to walk home from St. Pancras School in Glendale and Mount Carmel Cemetery used to be on my left. That's why I was never scared of cemeteries. I worked in one. I used to clean mausoleums, but they're whistling past the graveyard right now. I'm a terrible whistler. Joe's fantastic. He can play a harmonica whistle, whatever you want. Not me. Thank you. But for the purposes of this segment, that horrible whistling will do. We're all supposed to ignore this? A Soros-funded group, the Transition Integrity Project, is openly talking about violence in the streets, even if Trump wins. And we're all supposed to pretend this isn't happening. Thank you, Tucker, for covering this on your show last night with Mr. Darren Beatty. Who talks about it? it's not going to be a military insurgency. There's no way our military would do that. This is going to be a color revolution insurgency. You know, yeah, the type we use overseas to cause chaos in foreign countries. We're doing that here? Isn't that weird? Now, again, what are the two rules of the insurgency and the conspiracy? One, don't talk about the conspiracy because you don't want to get busted. And number two, if you are busted, make sure you blame it on your opponent. They're doing it. More of that in a minute here. Let me go to uh, the screenshot number three here from this Julie Kelly article. Here is another group you need to keep your eyeballs on in addition to Transition Integrity Project and Defeat Disinfo. Notice the names, Joe, again. Yeah. These are groups. They name themselves funny. We love America group. Right? This is, <laughs> forget the names. They're not talking about the integrity, the transition, or defeating disinfo. They're talking about causing disinfo and causing chaos in the transition. Here's another group. She's there, Julie says, but Brooks isn't the only connection between the deep-pocketed foes of Donald Trump, the Soros types, and the post-election insurrection. Another new group, Protect the Results Show. Here it is. We love America. But another Protect the Results. <laughs> <laughs> but the group should call themselves Throw Out the Results. Another new group, Protect the Results, is working hand-in-hand with Rosa Brooks to, quote, mobilize if Donald Trump refuses to accept the results of the 2020 presidential election and prepare for a potential post-election crisis. This is hilarious. Hilarious. They're talking about Donald Trump not accepting the results of the election when the same woman, Rosa Brooks, working with Protect the Results, this other group, 
is writing in the Washington Post about even in scenarios where Trump wins the Electoral College, that there still could be street violence. Like hard words. What's rule number two of the conspiracy? Always blame it on your opponent. We got to protect the results. Sure you do. Let's go back to Julie's piece again. This is an incredible four screenshots from one piece. I don't usually do that many. We've only done this a few times, but it's a good piece and it's worth your time. Screenshot number four. So who's behind this again? Here's money man number one, George Soros. One of Protect the Results' main organizers is a nonprofit called Indivisible. You learning how they do this, Joe? They create a hundred different groups so you can't follow the money? Mm-hmm. Well, this is what we do. Yeah. We break that down for you. So Protect the Results, working with the Transition Integrity Project and Soros's uh, woman on the ground, Rosa Brooks, one of their uh, main organizers is a group called Invisible. Based out of Washington, D.C., Indivisible was founded in 2016 after Trump's election. According to a political watchdog, this is crazy, Joe. Individual's main donor is the Tides Foundation, another Soros finance pass through organization. Wow. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, weird how that happened. Soros' money. You can't talk about that. It's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, okay. Uh, sure. We'll talk about whatever we want. You can ram that right up your caboose. You don't tell me what to talk about ever. Matter of fact, when you tell me not to talk about it, what do we do, Joe? We talk about it more. And then we talk about you telling us not to talk about it. How does that sound? Well, boycott you. Have fun with that. Have a nice day. Trust me, I'm good. We're going to tell the truth. So now we know Soros' money is intertwined in all of this. But folks, it gets worse here. They're using insurgency tactics here, counter-terror tactics, military tactics to foment insurgencies overseas at home. Soros group, Soros money, Soros people, Obama people are behind this. But remember, now that the conspiracy has been exposed and the left has been cryptically silent about it, what's rule number two again? Always blame it on your opponent. Let me show you how they're doing this right now. Before we do that, let me get to my second sponsor. Uh, We got a loaded show. I always appreciate your patience today. Our friends at Duke Cannon. You know, Duke Cannon is a big hit here in the house on, we've now moved date night to Friday nights. Been working out okay. I have the blue screen of doom here. Uh, It's been working out okay, Friday night, date night. Sometimes, you know, Saturday night, sometimes a little better, but sometimes I got to work and do Judge Janine. You don't want to have a few. (laughs) Duke, Duke's giving us a hard time today. What's up with the Duke? There we we go. I got to need to read the Duke Cannon. There comes a point in every man's life when he wishes for a simpler time. A time when working from home meant building a fence, social distancing was a day of fishing, and going west involved more than moving to the other end of the couch. Unfortunately, time machines haven't been invented, but travel machines have. They're made by Duke Cannon and come in the form of the big-ass brick of soap. And while many of them have the power to transport you, only the scents found in Frontier 40 will take you straight into the rugged, untouched wilderness. Each of their four scents in the Frontier 40. This stuff, oh, I love this stuff. There's a huge hit in this house on date night. Campfire, fresh cut pine, leaf and leather, and midnight swim. Come in a 10-ounce brick that will leave you smelling like the best elements Mother Nature has to offer. We hope you enjoy opening up their American-made products. We find they're as functional as they're fun. Duke uh, Duke Cannon's uh, Frontier 40 includes four separate big-ass bricks of soap in a sturdy box. Smell like victory and manhood with Duke Cannon. 
has a collection of four different masculine scents and some inspired by the products issued to GIs during the Korean War, manufactured in the U.S. Rated 4.8 stars from 1,500 verified guests. Uh, customers oh, may be tempting to get off the grid. Let's be honest, we may not have the time. Satisfy your wanderlust right now from the shower with the nature-inspired scents of the big four uh, bricks of soap in the Frontier 40. Visit DukeCannon.com. Also pick up their body wash. Thick. This is empty because I've used it. If you know what I mean. This is their face wash, Duke Cannon, their morning wash face wash. And here is their solid cologne. You can get all this stuff, and including their four big-ass bricks of manly-smelling soap in the Frontier 40. Get it today. Go to DukeCannon.com. DukeCannon.com. Use promo code Bongino for 10% off your next order. Your wife well, or your significant other will thank me. Free shipping with your orders over $20. A selection of Duke Cannon's products are also available at your local Target. Again, Duke canon.com use promo code bongino all right as i told you so now we know who's funding it now we know what they're doing planning for this chaos after election day i told you the other day how to stop some of this we need to get them all on the record right now joe biden right now the media needs to start asking him questions right now they won't but i gotta give you suggestions right so what's rule number two shift the blame to your opponent now let me show you what they're doing here here's this article from the washington post which covered in the houston chronicle as well this was on the ridiculously now radical lunatic left Drudge Report. This was the top story on a Drudge Report. I always check to see what lunacy they're promoting every day. As you know, we have Bongino Report, which is actual sanity. So here's an article in the Washington Post. This is going to sound weird because you may think you heard this about an anti-Trump group the other day. What's the rule number two? Blame it on your opponent, right? Washington Post. Pro-Trump youth group enlists teens in a secretive campaign likened to a troll farm prompting rebuke by Facebook and Twitter by the ever hapless Isaac Stanley Becker. You get, now, 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 Joe, I know oh, what you're thinking. You're thinking, yeah. gosh, I just read that the left was doing that the other day, paying people to post stuff on social media. The left, the anti-Trump groups, mm. what's rule number two? Don't talk about the conspiracy coup. And if you're caught, blame it on your opponent. And of course, who plays right into this? Don't be drudge at the sludge report. And Washington Post, the Washington Post, which has always been a mouthpiece for them, they're activists. They're not serious journalists. Isaac, um, whatever, Isaac Newton, whatever his name is. Apple hit him in the head. Liberals don't get that reference, of course. <laughs> so this is fascinating how they, they flip the script. The left is doing this. I'll show you in a minute. But now they're writing the story about Charlie Kirk's group, Turning Point USA. From the Washington Post piece. Sorry, I was just messing with the Duke Cannon products. <laughs> I love this. Why don't you hold on? Let me take one. Ah, wakes you up in the morning. Smells good. They didn't pay for that. We should upcharge them for that one. From the Washington Post piece. Teenagers, some of them minors, are being paid to pump out messages at the direction of Turning Point Action, an affiliate of Turning Point USA, the prominent conservative youth organization based in Phoenix, according to four people with knowledge of the effort. Their descriptions were confirmed by detailed notes from relatives of one of the teenagers who recorded conversations with him about the efforts. Wow, that's kind of sleazy. Recording conversations with your teenage, what, nieces, nephews, or sons yeah. to give them to the sleazeballs at the Washington Post. So just to be clear, the story at the head of the sludge report and the Washington Post said the Republicans through Turning Point USA are paying people to post messages. Now, keep in mind, Charlie Kirk has come out with his statement on this in Turning Point. I don't know anything about it. I'm not part of Turning Point. Full disclosure, I have no business ties to them whatsoever. I know some of the people, but I'm not tied to them at all. 
Charlie, who runs Turning Point, has said, listen, these were field organizers that we had, these teenagers. That's what he runs, a youth group. I mean, it, teenagers, youth. I mean, this is a real, this is a store breaking news in the Washington Post, by the way. Right. Youth group. They don't get the association that they may be teenagers. But Charlie's take is that we were paying these organizers in the field. Now, due to corona, they can't go out and do things like knocking on doors. So we're paying them and they're using social media to advocate. Take it for what it's worth. Read the piece yourself. I'm not defending or going after them. I'm just telling you what they're saying because I don't trust the Washington Post at all. What is the Washington Post and Sludge doing? They're trying to turn the story about, again, rule number two, blame it on your opponent, about the left's disinformation campaign after the election to foment confusion about who won and cause street violence. They're trying to turn it on Trump. You don't believe me? How many times I have to put this New York Post article up? Here's another one you need to print out and keep in your files. Mark Moore, New York Post. Democratic pact to use anti-terror technology to counter Trump's campaign messages. Really? Anti-terror technology? Who's doing this and what are they doing? Number two. The group, defeat this info, there they go, is being advised by uh, retired Army General Stanley McChrystal. What is he up to? He sounds like he's not doing really nice things lately. McChrystal? What are they doing? They're using artificial intelligence. Notice, by the way, how this article didn't make the headline of the sludge report. They will use artificial intelligence to map out Trump's claims on social media and then attempt to build a counter narrative to a network of 3.4 million influencers around the country, even paying some users with large followings to oppose the president. Wow, that sounds Sounds like what the Washington Post thinks is a huge scandal, despite the fact that the turning point people, according to their own statement, were actual organizers being paid to advocate for the president. What the, what the New York Post is talking about, because the New York Post, by the way, is a con relatively conservative paper. Some of you don't know if you're not from New York, <clears throat> you don't read it. Mm. The Daily News is the left wing rag. The Post is the conservative side. They're actually exposing the real scandal. A retired army general, Stanley McChrystal, is using military tactics at home to foment an insurgency through a group called Defeat Disinfo that is actually paying people to post messages attacking Trump. But no, no, that's not on the masthead of the sludge report. Why? Again, the deuce makes its appearance. Rule number two. It is a number two, by the way, because it involves leftist lunatics. Rule number two. When you're exposed, defeat this info is exposed and what they're doing, turn around and leak a story to the Washington Post that makes it about your opponent. I'm really hoping one of these days, some of our predictions and warnings and stories we try to sound the alarm on don't come true. Sadly, every day, what I tell you keeps coming to fruition and materializes. I'm not kidding. I wish that weren't the case. I really do. Stuff scares me as much as it should scare you. But if you'd rather not know, then that's okay too. The show's not for you. Now, I want to get to one final piece in this block about the coming coup they're planning. And now certain pieces that we've discussed in the past on this show all start to make sense that when we read these stories at the time, we were concerned, but we didn't get maybe the full long-term strategy. 
Now it's starting to make sense. I want you to read this Red State article. Be in my show notes today. Again, Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's up at Bongino Report, too. The adverse effects of Obama's executive order, 13583, and the purge of generals and admirals are now obvious. Remember that story? Remember years ago in the Obama administration? Remember that, Joe? We talked about it when he cleaned out the upper ranks of our military. We were like, what is he up to? Yeah. And he appointed his his, his, uh, largely Democrat loyalists. We're like, what is he up to? And then remember that executive order? This one we didn't address at the time, but the executive order promoting inclusion training in the military, nothing to do with inclusion training. It It was radical leftist ideology being taught to our military people. Now, does it start to make sense why that would be beneficial during a transition when you're trying to foment insurgency, creating confusion about who won and causing chaos in the streets? Wouldn't it be beneficial to have your loyalists at the top of the military? I'm just asking the question. I'm just asking the question. Wow, dude. Wow, man. That may be the most profound thing you've said the entire time we're doing that show, because I think I know what's going through your melon and you're not saying too much because I'm not saying yeah. too much, but you can all figure it out. Wow is right. And we're not talking about the old Opie and Anthony whip them out Wednesdays. Wow. We're talking about, wow, like, holy. Now is it all starting to make sense? indoctrinate the upper level of our military people promoting this ridiculous left-wing critical race theory ideology that Trump has thankfully scrapped and gotten rid of just recently and then wipe out the leadership commands of our military and make sure you import your political loyalists? Weird. It's a conspiracy theory, right? We're all crazy. We're all nuts. That didn't happen, that executive order, that none of that, that purging of the top ranks of the military, none of that happened. We're all crazy, right? They're not promoting street violence after the election or a street fight, not a legal one. Can you not read? Liberals, can you not read the, your, your, your leftist loyalist? Home? You live in a nice suburban neighborhood. I got to tell you. Let me just, uh, I, I got a few more things I want to get to on this, but let me just be crystal clear with a warning here. Because all of you limousine and wealthy liberals you with your foie gras lunches and your seven course dinners at restaurants with food that's barely edible. But you like to say you ate there, right? Here is a marinated piece of mint leaf with a shell egg from a crustacean. (laughs) You're like, give me a burger, bro. I'll go to five guys. That's what I eat. But to you liberals who eat at those places with the foie gras lunch, you talk like you're constipated all the time. I'm not sure you're ready for what people are about to do in your name because you're soft. I know you. I've run for office against you. I've dealt with you. And I lived in two relatively blue, uh, if not deep blue states in many areas, Maryland and New York. You're soft. You really sure the people you're behind, Soros and all these money groups, McChrystal, are you ready for the street fight they want? Their words, not mine. You ready for that? Street fight. I'll take my bow tie off and I'll get right in the streets and we'll knuckle up. You sure about that? You ready for that?
I've been warning you about it. I'm talking to the liberals now, not my conservative friends who watch the show, to the liberals who watch this show. Are you sure you want this? Because I don't. I know my listeners don't. Are you really sure you're ready? We're going to knuckle up. Yeah, are you, buddy? You may want to put down your monocle and your you know, cigarette in the smoking stick first. Hold on, I'm ready. You really think you're ready for this? I doubt it. Matter of fact, I know you're not. This is what people are promoting in your name. You'll be the first ones crying to mommy. Uh-huh. Mom, they took my bow tie off and they slapped me with it. Uh-huh. Cowards, bunch of chumps. Can't stand halfway crooks. I can't stand them. I can't stand them. Phonies. <sighs> All right. I got more. Uh, more warnings here. Sorry. I'd rather you know. If you don't want to know, show's not for you. But I'm not going to be on the wrong side of this after the election saying, hey, what happened? Gosh, all this stuff's going on. I didn't know. No, you know. All right, let me get to my third sponsor before we do that because I want to rock and roll through this because there's a lot more coming, including another thing we can do to stop it. Today's show also brought to you by GenuCell, big popular uh, product in our house here, given that Florida sun. GenuCell's pulled up my jawline, tightened up my neckline, completely gotten rid of leathery-looking skin from years of sun damage. Now when I look in the mirror, I see a happier, younger, more glowing version of myself. I just love it. Is that us? Could be, but no, it's Maria from New Hope, Pennsylvania, talking about how GenuCell has changed her life. Now she looks and feels much younger. Now it's your turn to see the transformative results for yourself, guaranteed or your money back. And that's where the big surprise comes, ladies and gentlemen. For a limited time, all customers will get the new GenuCell Crepey Skin Repair, the essential tool to repair damaged summer skin. Big down here in Florida. Packed with copper peptides and MDL technology, GenuCell's Crepey Skin Repair visibly erases crepey and unsightly signs of aging on your chin and neck. Here's what you do. Go to GenuCell.com and enter my special discount code DAN40. That's DAN40 at checkout. Order the GenuCell jawline treatment now and get the new Crepey Skin Repair free. And for results in minutes, the GenuCell immediate effects is also yours free with a deal. Go to GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com, that's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Use my code DAN40, that's DAN40 at checkout. All right, now back to the show. So as I've warned you, again, the two rules of the conspiracy and the coup, don't talk about it and then shift blame to your opponent. Folks, this is organized stuff. Joe, did I not say this a few weeks ago, if not a few months? No, a few months ago when, remember with the attacks on the White House after yeah. the uh, the George Floyd incident, I told you that sources of mine oh, outside yeah. of the White House who were working yeah. were telling me that this is organized stuff. This was not random people showing up at the White House and in your neighborhoods to burn it down in the post-George Floyd riots. Mm-hmm. This was organized. Of course, leftists attacked me. That's a conspiracy. That's their line for everything. You get it. They don't really, these aren't sane people we're talking about. But I said to you at the time, and you're not wasting your time here, that these Antifa riots are organized by organizers. Now, why would the left and the media want to play that down? Why would they want to play that down? Why would they want you to believe this is just random outrage? Because number one, they don't want you to think it's AstroTurf, fake grass. They want you to think it's real. Look, look, media, the passion's hot in the street. People really hate Trump. Millions are in the streets. That's reason number one, the propaganda fact. 
I'm not talking about just Floyd. I'm talking about all these BLM, Antifa riots, Portland, all of it. It's become completely disconnected from the Floyd incident. They want you to believe this is real and not organized, paid AstroTurf. So that's one reason. Reason number two, they want you to believe this is just random rage in the streets against Trump is because they don't want you to know who the organizers are because they don't want you to know who's paying them because going back to block one, they don't want you to follow the money back to people like Soros, the Open Societies Foundation, the Tides Foundation, and how this is all an interconnected network of people designed, uh, designing organizations to take our country down. You're not allowed to say that because it's a conspiracy theory. Law Enforcement Today article in the show notes today, confirming what I've been telling you for a long time. Leaked emails suggest DHS has, quote, overwhelming intelligence that Antifa was organizing the violence in Portland. I'm telling you they have overwhelming evidence that the violence just about everywhere is organized. Let's go to the uh, screenshot from this piece. This is organized. The email obtained continued making mention of the copious amounts of intelligence obtained during the investigations into the Portland riots. Quote, this is from the DHS email. Additionally, we have overwhelming intelligence regarding the ideologies driving individuals towards violence and why the violence has continued. A core set of threat actors, gee, I wonder who's paying them, are organized. They show up night after night. They share common TTPs, tactics, techniques, and procedures, and they draw on like-minded individuals to their, they draw like-minded individuals to their cause. So, Organized group, same people, same tactics, same techniques, same procedures, showing up in the same places every single night. Who's paying them? Who's paying them? Gee, weird. Could be some of the same people you think? Maybe, kind of, sort of. Maybe worth looking into, but they're only trying to destroy and burn down the country. Nah, it's a conspiracy theory, of course. I don't want to leave you with all bad news, so... As we exit this segment, I'm going to leave you with some good news because I, I haven't been giving you enough solutions to this. We spoke about one the other day. We need to get everyone on the record right now. Will you accept the results of this election? I, I know it's a simple solution. That may not be a solution at all. Someone emailed me, Dan, what's that going to do? They're just going to, even if they're on the record saying, yes, the Democrat lunatics I'm talking about. We will accept the results of the Electoral College. You're right. After election day, if they lose, they'll change their minds. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a start. I, I, I don't have the perfect answer to anything. If I had it, I'd stop it right now. But it's a start. At least it'll cause them some pressure to not change their mind, even if it's small. But here's another solution. More judges like this uh, this guy. So we got this judge. Uh, in, this is great. Did you see this story? <laughs> this is great. Again, be in the show notes. Uh, Washington Examiner, Pennsylvania judge, sets bail for accused rioters. Remember the Lancaster, Pennsylvania riots the other night? We haven't seen many more of those. Why? Because their bail was set at $1 million each. That was the double. It's a kind of high bail. Don't you think? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I have a tough time with that one. Of course, none of the rioters are out of jail because their bail is a million dollars. That's really great. 
that Pennsylvania judge. Just like Judge, uh, was it Stickman from yesterday? That is a guy, by the way. Paula confirmed it during the show. I just couldn't hear her because I'm half deaf out of that ear now. I can't hear anything out of that ear from all my time. They tell you when you're a, an agent and you have your earpiece, you know, the, the squiggly earpiece in the Secret Service, they tell you to switch ears every other day. I didn't do that. So now one ear is like a cave. You can't hear it. It doesn't even function. Now the other one's going too. Sooner or later, I won't be able to hear anything. But she was telling me that was a guy, the judge yesterday, who ruled against the Pennsylvania lockdowns. But I like this Pennsylvania, Joe. They're really rocking with the judges, huh? Yeah, man. One million dollar bail, shutting down the shutdowns. We love you, man. Great job. I wish we could interview you on the show. One last thing. I wanted to say this last night on, on, that, on Hannity, but the segment uh, went in a different direction I didn't anticipate. You know... One of the reasons defeat disinfo, Stanley McChrystal and this group of leftist lunatics trying to cause an insurgency after our election, if Trump wins, one of the reasons they're promoting false narratives is because false narratives work. Why? Because you have writers like um, Isaac Newton or whatever his name was on the, uh, in the Washington Post writing articles about Turning Point, paying people to promote content. And yet ignoring completely Stanley McChrystal admitting they're paying millions of people with millions of followers, that they're paying people with millions of followers, I should say, to be precise, to do the same thing. That's not a story for them. It's not a report. The turning point story is the important story. So false narratives work. And I wanted to bring up last night on a very serious note, in light of what happened to these two, a very tragic note, these two deputies in LA shot in the face who thank the Lord, um, have survived. They're going to have issues the rest of their lives. One shot in the jaw, one shot in the forehead. And then the drive-by shooting of a federal court officer in Arizona yesterday. Of course, we had the attempted assassination of the police officer in Nevada who is now paralyzed from the neck down. But Joe, have you heard the narrative about police officers being hunted? Isn't that, is that a, is that narrative kind of breaking through into, you haven't heard that, have you? That No. I, no. It is happening, right? We didn't, yeah. we've only been covering the story for the last four or five months now about police officers. We, again, two incidents in the last few days, mm -hmm. drive-by shooting on a police officer in Arizona, two deputies shot in the face in LA, hunted, hunted down. Yet what's the narrative in the public? Oh, now it's making sense because of places like the Washington Post and Defeat Disinfo and others who specialize in promoting disinformation campaigns. When you engage in disinformation campaigns, you get results like this where people are confused about reality. The narrative you've heard in the public is what? It's the police hunting random black men in public. Now, I'm not suggesting defeat disinfo had anything to do with that narrative. We don't know. I think they're going to focus on election type stuff. But this defeat disinfo group understands the power of false narratives. And this false narrative has been promoted by media types over and over. So the real story, remember the second rule of the conspiracy, right? Always blame it on your opponent. The narrative that's pervasive in the public right now is police are hunting, hunting down black men randomly and shooting them. That is totally, completely false and fabricated. There is no evidence to support that at all. None. 
Yet the real narrative in front of our very eyeballs, that's not a narrative at all. It's reality. That police are being hunted and shot right now seems to just radar because the cops are the good guys. The good guys represent law and order. The left doesn't want law and order. The left doesn't like objective law and order. They like subjective rule of government. They can change on a whim and local police would be in their way. So anything they can do to discredit local police departments, our institutions, infect our military, you heard that story before and elsewhere, they will do to make sure their rules are gold and any objective rules are thrown out the window because objective rules would stop them, right? No such luck. All right, the last sponsor, and then I want to get to the historic breakthrough yesterday at the house. And gosh, I got so much stuff. I really want to get to this. Please don't go anywhere. I've got this Larry Sabato scenario too, 269, 269 tie. I really want to get to. So just please stay tuned. Last sponsor today, our friends at We The People Holsters. Uh, here's one right here. This is mine. This is the Constitution holster. Look at that. Precision molded. Uh, the clip, you can you can adjust the cant in the ride. Molded right to your firearm here. Will not slip out. You get a nice click when you insert your firearm in there. If COVID wasn't enough, the last two weeks have reminded us all why there's a Second Amendment. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't always rely on the police to show up in an emergency. You need to be properly trained with your own firearm. Safety and training matter. You also need a good holster. Where does that start? Starts with We The People holsters. They're custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly. They're starting at just $39 and they're made right here in the USA, not the Chaz or anywhere else. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus an amazing selection of printed holsters. As I said, this is mine, the Constitution We The People holster. Beautiful. Love this holster. This is rugged. It's been with me forever. Securely fits right in there. Their proprietary clip design on the back allows you to adjust the cant and the ride. It's not like one of those one-size-fits-all crap-in-the-band waistband holsters that, you know, bothers the heck out of your hip. You don't need, not with this. These are really comfortable. Now's the time to support American companies. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan to get yours. Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code DAN at satisfaction guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash DAN. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash DAN. Go today. Use offer code DAN for $10 off. All right. So um, <clears throat> it was an enormous breakthrough for Middle East peace at the White House yesterday. Um, you may not have heard about it, of course, because Trump's in office. Of course, if it was Obama, this would be plastered on the front page of every newspaper in America for the next five months, talking about bold leadership, outside-the-box thinking, genius Obama, who nearly destroyed the Middle East by delivering pallets of cash to the death-to-America crowd. Remember that? Think about how ridiculous this is. Biden's Middle East peace efforts were led by cash pallets being given to a crowd chanting death to America. Weird, right? Yeah. Kind of crazy. Peace, death to America. They're not going to really fit. Um, so President Trump has said, "Now nah, we're going to try something a little different. Wall Street Journal covered it today. Folks, there was a peace deal yesterday between Israel, Bahrain, and the United Arab Emirates and normalization of relations, which is the first deal we've had since 1994 between Israel and Jordan. So it's only been decades since a peace deal in the Middle East, but you probably haven't heard anything about it because, again, Trump was in charge. Wall Street Journal, the art of a Mideast deal. Trump was willing to break with failed conventional wisdom. What are they talking about? You know, folks, I've told you for a while now that 
One of the perceived downsides of the Trump administration, just being candid by many, not by me, but by others, is this cavalier way of operating. The tweets, attacks, thinking outside the box, firing people when they don't do the job. They're like, that's not presidential. I really, listen, what's presidential? Uh, what you think is, pre- you know what I think is presidential, Joe? Shocker, results. That's what's presidential yeah. to me. Okay. I'll stick with the result. You can stick with the whole dog and pony show, which I've seen from the inside. It's all crap. These guys behind the scenes are all the same. Oh my gosh, Obama? He's just a dude, guys. I'm sorry. He's just a guy who does guy stuff like everyone else. They're not magic behind the scenes. They don't have, you know, you know, they don't respond to kryptonite. It's not Superman. They're just men. We haven't had a woman president. They're just men. They're just men. Women politicians behind the scene are no different. So you can play your dog and pony show. I want results. A Mideast peace deal, the first one since 1994, when Israel uh, normalized relationship with, with, with normalized uh, uh, relations with Jordan, and we had one with Egypt before. This would be a huge deal, but it's not. Why? Because Trump did it completely differently. The same foreign policy geniuses that told us the collusion hoax was real. Remember that, Joe? These same think tankers. Joe, they produce white papers. Oh, yeah. Huge donations. The Brookings Institution, all these people, huge donations. These, they have endowments that blow your mind. Big donate to produce white papers. Big donate white papers this thick. Here's the roadmap to Middle East peace. Trump came into office. He took the roadmap. He was like, thanks. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Luce. Scared the dog a little bit. Threw the road, took the throw massive. Nah. You know what? Because you know what the white paper said? They said there are two things you definitely can't do. First, you can't move your embassy to Jerusalem, the U.S. embassy. It was in Tel Aviv. You can't do that. There'll be a war in the Middle East. The Arab world will be fuming, Joe. Nuclear bombs going off everywhere. There'll be smoke in the skies, ash forever. It'll be over. Oh. Uh, scary, right? Uh, so yeah. I actually spoke to President Trump about this at Mar-a-Lago. And if I remember the conversation, you know, he's like, yeah, we just decided to do things differently. We we're like, uh, yeah, we're just going to do that. Because that is the capital of Israel. So we're going to move our embassy to the capital, uh, 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 Jerusalem, where the population centers are. We're going we're gonna to do that. Joe, just checking again. I know you yeah. did some excellent fact checking earlier in the show. I oh, thank you. Where you um, you said there wasn't a constitutional amendment that threw out the electoral college. Thank you, I was confused. Did I miss just in the last few months the major war in the Middle East? Few years, I should say, after we moved the embassy to Jerusalem. Did I miss that? I'm trying to think if I missed it, but no, no, you didn't miss it. I I don't think neither. Yeah, no, you didn't miss it. So the the verdict is in. Armacost is right again. Fact check number two. Unlike Facebook fact checkers, Joe actually gets his fact checks right. There hasn't been a war in the Middle East. Wow. After he moved the embassy. So he took the white paper again. <laughs> right in the garbage with that white paper. I love Duke's stuff. Duke's making a lot of appearances in the show. But he threw it in the garbage and said, we're just going to do that anyway. So that was rule number one he broke. Rule number two was you definitely aren't going to get any Middle East normalization or peace deals until the Palestinian issue is settled. And they have their own homeland. Trump was like, really? Because the Palestinians don't seem to want much of a homeland, given that every offer we've made them for the past 
7,000 years hasn't really worked out very well. Remember Abba Abon when he said the Palestinians never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity at peace? The most accurate quote ever in the history of humankind, by the way. So Trump was like, if the Palestinians don't want to make peace, then we'll just make peace around them. You can't do that. White paper, white paper, millions of dollars <laughs> went into this. Joe, the paper had tabs. You oh, know tabs? Yeah. It had tabs on it. Oh, good. Tab, step one, step two. The ta- You didn't read the tabs, Mr. <laughs> President. There's tabs. We paid. The- Come on. Tab six. You can't do that. Trump was like, ah, now nah, we're just going to move the embassy and we're just going to go around to Palestinians. Turns out he can do that. Because the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain are like, hey, uh, we're really tired of this constant friction. We're just going to normalize relationships. What about the Palestinians? Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll figure it out. So now what's happening? Well, it looks likely other countries in the Arab world are going to jump on board to this peace deal. And the Palestinians are going to be left all alone if they don't come to the table and agree to peace. Tab seven, you can't do that. He just did. Again, it was a huge deal, you know, progress towards Middle East peace and all. They were only talking about Middle East peace, Joe, when I was, uh, you know, at the, at the you know, Miss America contest when I was like four. Remember that was like yeah. a joke? They'd ask the Miss America contest, right? It was like a running joke. You know, what do you want to see in 10 years? Middle East peace. That was always, it became a joke because nobody thought yeah. it, would get, it, it happened. Well, it's not a joke. It actually, it actually happened, part of it. Not the whole thing. I don't want to be Pollyannish. But we just had a big step. Yeah, Middle East peace, Trump. So CNN clearly covered this momentous occasion, right? Um, No, so they get Jared Kushner on, Trump's uh, son-in-law, who had marshaled this deal. Remember they when they laughed at him? What does dopey Jared Kushner know about Middle East peace? It all turns out a whole lot more than you think, tankers. Tab eight, don't appoint Jared Kushner. He doesn't know what he's doing. Tab eight, white paper. So Jared, of course throws the white paper out and actually gets done what the white paper, tab nine, don't throw out the white paper, gets done what the white paper crowd couldn't. So you think Wolf Blitzer scores a huge interview with Jared yesterday after he marshals this Middle East peace plan. Huge story, right? (laughs) So what question would you ask? How'd you guys do this? This seemed intractable. The embassy... But, but did move the going around the Palestinians. I thought the Palestinians. Clearly, those are the questions you'd ask, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not Wolf. Wolf Blitzer, who I used to think was a decent guy, who's now just, as most journalists in the Trump era, has totally lost his mind and forfeited any sense of self-respectability. Here's what Wolf Blitzer finds concerning when he has Jared Kushner after this momentous peace deal. Listen to this ridiculousness. It's still very worrisome to see all those folks so close together, even if they're outside, not wearing masks and those no social distancing. I will distancing. say, Wolf, yeah. I, I didn't hear you and CNN being that worried when you saw people out there, uh, you know, doing uh, protests in different we were ways. So. Good for Jared for taking that. You know, the old wazoo we talk about. I don't know where the wazoo is, but sometimes you get to take something and jam it up the wazoo. One of these days, we'll figure out what the wazoo is. Jared's like, we're going to take that right up the wazoo scheme. Wolf Blitzer, Joe, is not concerned at all about how they got there, the Middle East peace deal. Wolf's concerned about mask wearing on the South Lawn for the ceremony. The same Wolf and CNN who gave very little attention to the mass protests where people were probably breathing all over each other uh, because that met their political goals, right? Yeah, yeah. 
That's a that's a serious question. Not only that, you want to see a Chiron on CNN? This is a real Chiron. This is not from the Babylon Bee. Here was what CNN had Chiron during this historic Middle East peace deal. What does it say? Momentous Middle East peace deal? No, no, sorry, Paula, wrong picture. Um, here's CNN's actual Chiron. Trump holds White House event with large crowd and little social distancing. Remember that commercial? This is CNN. <laughs> Trump yeah. broke CNN. Is this? Did, did he not, Joe? Did he not break them? <laughs> He's driving them. Nuts. Please, CNN, <laughs> just really. I get it. Just uh, do your thing. I don't care. I never, ever watch that channel ever. If I want comic relief, I'll turn on MSDNC. CNN is an embarrassment to humankind. Just forfeit the news label, and everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. Call yourselves whatever, the coronavirus channel, the outdoor channel, the we want masks channel, liberal propaganda channel, whatever you want, the open societies channel. I don't care defeat this info channel. Just stop calling yourself a news organization. The biggest peace deal in decades signed yesterday and their Chiron is Trump has White House event. Doesn't even mention the deal with little social distancing. Clowns. Clowns. All right, I was going to do this media segment. I'm going to have to do this tomorrow, but it's an important one. How the media is desperately now protecting Joe Biden. It's, I promise you, tomorrow's going to be worth your time. I, I, it's a lot of video. It's one, two, three, four, five, six. The good news. No, five. No, six. That's right. It'll be worth your time. Joe and Paula did a lot of work on it. But I have teased this article with Larry Sabato. Can we skip to that, Paul? And I want to make sure I end the show with this today because it's important because it ties the whole show together. This is what has me really, really concerned. An electoral college win by Trump and a popular vote loss has me concerned. Why? Not because Trump didn't win. It's an electoral college race. The left might want to look at the Constitution, federalism, you know, that kind of thing. Crack a book. But an electoral college win with a popular vote loss has me concerned because of what I told you about in the beginning of the show, how the left just won't accept it. You may say, well, Dan, they have to. They don't have to do anything. If they're willing to go in the streets and cause chaos and use their Stanley McChrystal groups and the Transition Integrity Project and get the media on their side to make you believe Trump didn't win, it makes me really nervous what's going to happen. But what makes me even more nervous is what if there's a tie? You may say, that can't happen. Really? Larry Sabato's uh, Center for Politics. I have this up in the show notes today. Read this. It's by Kyle Kondik, uh, who I've spoken to it before. He says, quote, the dreaded 269 to 269 election scenario. An update. Is that possible? Well, as Kyle Kondik explains in his piece, which you should read, if all of the states that are toss-ups go to Trump and all of these states that are, le and, and by the way, Nebraska and Maine have a, um, have they, they split their, the entire state's electoral college votes are, are uh, split. They don't go as one. States like Florida, you win Florida, you get all 29. Nebraska and Maine have split out districts. You copy? So if you win Nebraska, you don't get all of their votes if you lose that congressional district. The right. same thing in Maine. So those districts, one of them they used to call Obama, 
near Omaha because Obama won it, that Nebraska, for the first time, a Democrat in eons. That district could very well go to Biden, even in a red state like Nebraska. The same thing in Maine, where it could go to Trump, even though Maine is lean blue. Or at a minimum, purple. If all of the states Biden's expected to win, he wins. And if Trump wins the toss-ups, it'd be a 269-269 tie. How many you need to win? 270. Well, nobody wins. Well, what happens? Well, there is a constitutional process there. Let's go to a screenshot from the piece where Kyle, Kyle Kondik lays out what could happen here. He says, the latest crystal ball electoral college ratings show how the presidential election could result in this deadlock, 269-269, with neither Biden nor Trump possessing a majority of 270 electoral votes. Well, what happens then? Well, the election, ladies and gentlemen, then goes to the House of Representatives. You would say, oh, man, we're in trouble. The Democrats run the House. The Speaker Pelosi, that's not how it works. Bullet point number two from the piece. Even though Democrats hold the House majority and remain on track to maintain that majority next year, Republicans actually have and are likely to maintain an edge in a possible electoral college tie-breaking vote. I'll explain this in a second. Don't you worry. All 50 state-level U.S. House delegations get a single vote to break an electoral college tie. Yet the Republicans control 26 delegations, the Democrats hold 23, and one state is split, Pennsylvania. Why am I worried about this? Because, ladies and gentlemen, if it's a tie, you can expect the Transition Integrity Project, the Soros-aligned groups, Defeat Disinfo and others, to lose their minds and go absolutely crazy and pressure the House of Representatives to make sure, hasn't happened since John Quincy Adams, by the way, where this has gone to the House of Representatives. Remember, there's a tie. That's it. The election goes to the House. If it's 269-269 tie, there's nothing left for you to do. It goes to the House. The House votes as a state delegation. Follow me here. So the Florida delegation, which has 14 Republican House members and 13 Democrats, we have the majority. They vote as one. So you would assume they'd vote on party lines. Florida, remember, Florida as a state gets one vote. You tracking me, Joe? So majority yep. Republican House members, Florida's vote would probably, who knows, you get some crazy Republican would go, well, I don't think we have that in Florida, but Florida will likely say our vote goes for Trump. That's, of course, if they're not assaulted in the streets by people in, in, in these crazy left-wing groups that are going to cause chaos after the election, of course. There'll be threats like you've never seen. Well, what's the problem here? The House elections happen at the same time in November, but the House will be appointed beforehand. Or even though now Republicans uh, are the majority in 26 of these House, uh, House delegations, that could change after the election. Why do I bring that up? Because if any of you are thinking, oh, I live in a blue state, California, my vote doesn't matter. Trump's going to lose California. He's going to lose New York. You are Looney Tunes. He may lose California and New York handily. I don't know what he's going to The likelihood of him winning those two states is, is ridiculously low. But if you think your vote doesn't matter, you're insane. Number one, it does, because the popular vote will send a message, especially here, because if we lose it, you can expect street chaos if we lose the popular vote. And secondly, you're down. What about down ballot races? Yeah, they're on the same ticket. Remember, 
Trump will be at the top, then your Senate race, then your congressional representative. You're not going to vote for them. You realize the people you're not voting for by not showing up to vote because you live in a blue state. And I'm not saying my audience would do that, but some will. Oh, I'm not going to vote. My vote doesn't matter. You realize some of the same people you didn't vote for, if they lose their seats in the House, will now be voting to pick Joe Biden for president. There's nothing you can do about it. No one's telling you that, right? The Democrats are telling their people that. We need to do a better job on our part of telling our people that. You better vote them back in the House because they're going to be the ones potentially in a tie picking the next president. All right. Uh, it's been a loaded show today. I appreciate um, your, your attention there. It's a lot. I will get to this media segment tomorrow. It's important. They put a lot of work into this. I put a lot of work into this. There's a lot of video about how the media, it's so obvious, is desperately trying to cover up what's happening to Joe Biden right now. And, it, you know, I, it, some of it's from the town hall last night. Don't miss that. I am going to give you my battle plan against YouTube soon. You're going to love it. I never take anything lying down. Uh, I really appreciate your support. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, youtube.com slash Bongino for now. And wherever you get your podcasts, we really appreciate it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.